Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to this time of prayer and sharing scripture. It's great to have you with me. Feel free to leave your prayer intentions in the comments. We always want to pray for you very specifically and let us all pray for one another. Let's put ourselves in the presence of the Lord and prepare ourselves for the message his word will bring us today. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, thank you. We praise you for the joy that you give us as Followers of your son, it is a life of joy. It is a discipleship that has tribulations. We carry our cross each day. And yet suffusing all of these experiences is joy because your purpose, Lord God, is to give us the fullness of life and lead us to the fullness of joy. And so we thank you for that. May we walk humbly in your will, always repenting of our sins and showing mercy to others, saving lives, especially those of the most vulnerable, the unborn. We ask all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. A reading from the beginning of the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Paul, a slave of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised previously through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. The gospel about his son descended from David according to the flesh, but established as a son of God in power, according to the spirit of holiness, through resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him we have received the grace of apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the Gentiles, among whom are you also who are called to belong to Christ Jesus and to all the beloved of God in Rome called to be holy. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. If you read the letters of St. Paul in the order in which they were written, which is not the same as the order in which they appear in the New Testament, you'll see an evolution of the way he refers to himself. And that evolution is a lesson about the spiritual life. As we grow in the spiritual life, we become more humble. We think less of our own righteousness. We are more aware of our sinfulness. Paul, in his early letters, called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus. And then it evolves into Paul, apostle and servant apostle and slave of Christ Jesus, as we see here. And then as his life goes on, he begins to say, Paul, not worthy to be called an apostle. And then finally, Paul, chief of sinners. You look through a window with bright sunlight shining in. You can often see, can't you, all the different particles floating through the air. You don't always see them, but a nice strong ray of sunlight can 
make them appear. The sunlight of God's grace, the sunlight of his presence in our minds and hearts and souls reveals how far we are from him, how far we are from the perfect holiness of God. But that should not discourage us. That's why he comes to us. He knows that. He loves the humble. He loves the weak. He loves the poor. He loves those who know how lowly they are. And this attitude, brothers and sisters, inspires all our work for him, needs to shape it. In particular, those of us that are active in the pro-life cause. You know, the other side has their narrative, and they always want to push it, make others believe it. And that includes the idea that we, we're self-righteous people looking down on everybody else, thinking we're better, simply because we articulate the moral law that you can't kill babies. That doesn't mean we're better than anybody. It has nothing to do with whether we're, whether we're better or not, or whether we think we're better. You know, we go out in front of abortion facilities, we often pray the rosary, right? And we also pray the Our Father in the, in the midst of that, and the Hail Mary, which says, pray for us sinners. At the end of a particular prayer vigil one time, somebody from the other side came up to me and said, oh, you people are self-righteous. And I said, well, we just got finished saying the rosary, and I stood here on a public sidewalk and said 150 times that I'm a sinner. I didn't hear you say it once. We go to these places not to put ourselves above anybody, the women coming in for their abortions, the men bringing them in, the people running the facility. We're not standing there in self-righteous judgment. We're standing there in humble repentance. One of my books is called Abolishing Abortion. You can get it at abolishingabortion.com. And I have a whole chapter in there on how repentance is the beginning of our pro-life work, our first pro-life duty. It's not even prayer, it's repentance. We acknowledge that we have aborted God's will in our lives. We say that we are sorry for our sins. And from there, we move forward to declare to everybody else that the same mercy we've received is available to them if they repent of their sins against the same law that all of us are under. We're not putting ourselves above anybody. In fact, like Paul says here, a slave of Christ Jesus, a servant of Christ Jesus. Not only do we put ourselves before others as humble and repentant, we put ourselves before others as their servant. When we go out in front of these abortion facilities and we see these moms going in to get their babies killed, we're not there to judge them, we're there to serve them. We've got our hands extended we're not pointing fingers of condemnation. We're extending hands of mercy and help. We're there to replace their despair with hope. So they're hands of hope, and we're saying, come to us. Mother Teresa did this too. She went to the abortion facilities. She told me personally at a breakfast meeting I had where they're in Calcutta. Well, I go to the abortion facilities, and I pull the women away. Was she there as to, in judgment? Was she there in, in a, a harsh condemnation of these women? Or was she there in service, like she served all the poor, saying, come to us, because you're obviously afraid, you're obviously in despair, come to us, and we'll provide what's necessary for you and your baby. Let us know how we can help you. That's the spirit in which we come out to these places. 
Let's never forget this. Let's not ever let others forget this. And let that spirit of humility and service bring about a deeper culture of life. Let's pray. For every person going to an abortion facility today, Lord, we pray both those that are going in despair to kill their babies and those who are going to bring hope, those in the pro-life effort, the pro-life cause. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to bear witness to life and to hope, to joy and to repentance. Keep us humble, forgive us our sins. Bless all our leaders in church and in government. Give them repentance where repentance is needed. Give them courage where they lack it. And for those who are doing a good job, Lord, give them perseverance. Bless all of us as we move forward in your name toward a culture of life. And let's pray now as Jesus taught us, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. God bless you, friends. Good to be with you. Connect with us. I'm on social media at FR Frank Pavone on all the major platforms. Connect with our main website, endabortion.us. That's endabortion.us. And please consider giving to our ministry. You can call us at 321-500-1000, 321-500-1000, or go to our donation website, prolifegift.org. Thanks, and talk to you soon. Dear young people, I greet you all in the name of Jesus Christ. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Hello, friends. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here, director of Priests for Life. On October 22nd, we observe the feast day of St. John Paul II, the Pope of Life. And here at Priests for Life, we have a novena starting on October 14th. And we invite you to say a daily prayer in thanksgiving for John Paul II, which you can find at prayercampaign.org. I'm going to pray that prayer with you now. And in the presence of this beautiful relic, which is some of his blood, on a piece of the last cassock he wore. This was given to us by Cardinal Stanislaw Jeevish, who was his personal secretary throughout his pontificate. So we in the pro-life movement especially look to John Paul II for continued encouragement and prayers and, of course, teaching from his beautiful document, Evangelium Vitae, the Gospel of Life. Let's pray now in honor of this great saint, the Pope of Life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father and Lord of life, your Son Jesus Christ conquered the power of death by his own death and resurrection, and made us the people of life, called to proclaim, celebrate, and serve the gospel of life. We praise you for the gift of life, the first and most fundamental gift you give us, and the foundation 
of all our other rights. We thank you for raising up St. John Paul II, the Pope of life, and for his teaching and witness to life's value. Grant that we may respond to his call to bring an end to abortion, euthanasia, and all assaults on human life, and to unite in a great campaign in support of life. Bring us a culture of life. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.